Before we get started, one more thing. If you want to get any PE gear, be sure to check out TotalManShop.com. That is TotalManShop.com. And use the promo code MHS2020. Promo code is MHS2020 and get 12% off. Be sure to check out their wide variety of all kinds of good quality PE equipment. All right. And that's promo code MHS2020 for 12% off. And the website, once again, is TotalManShop.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions podcast, where today we will just be discussing some of the questions that I get in the DMs. Um, more than anything, so if you do follow me on Instagram, just be sure to check it out. It's masculine underscore, underscore health underscore solutions dot PE or at CJ Rods Fit, which is more of the, the fitness channel where I'm just going to document my journey in regards to losing weight and getting bodybuilding. Well, you know, getting a bodybuilding shape, which requires something completely different than just getting abs. <laughs> That's a whole different bag of worms and anybody that's been through and some of the guys that have reached out, you know, you guys all know about that life, right? And um, it's extremely difficult, but it is what I'm passionate about. However, when it did come to the PE side of things, it definitely cost me, you know, some gains. And uh, even to this day, I, I really regret the fact that, you know, I lost a lot of the hard work that I had done in the years previous. And again, if you guys are looking to get into the best possible shape of your life, you want to lose fat, get ripped, get shredded, get jacked, be sure to send me a DM. Just DM me ripped and we'll get started and get you started on your journey, right? Because that is what I do and it's what I studied for. And this is uh, it's my passion, right? So again, it feels really good to know that a lot of people are reaching out and, you know, taking the advice I'm giving them and and running with it, making gains and losing fat. And it's it's honestly one of those one of the most beautiful things in life, man, it's, it sure beats my day-to-day -day job, you know, and hopefully by the end of this year, I can fully transition, man, and not transition in the ways that, you know, it's too popular in this <laughs> day and age right now, but more than anything, it's just kind of making that switch, because I really do feel like that is my vocation, that is my hobby, it is what I love, well, not even hobby, man, it's my passion, right, so truly love getting people into the best possible shape of their lives, and, you know, fat loss, like physique all that like just love seeing the changes that can occur in the body and obviously with the guys that do come from the podcast you know we have an open dialogue when it comes to PE right and there's always different questions that I get am I you know I always offer all the uh, like my opinions and the stuff that I do discuss is kind of based off of my own experiences and again one thing I do want to address right off the hop as we jump into more of a PE centered uh, podcast is when I hear something new, or if somebody says, hey, this doesn't work, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be like repulsed by that. I, I don't find it like something that, you know, I got to fight for for jelking, or I got to fight for hanging or fight for that. I'm like, no, nah, man, like, I'm open to all the different, I'm open to all the different modalities and different ways to, to get to basically go about making gains. Like, I, I just, I don't know why people get super defensive, like, yeah, I get it. This might have worked for you. And I'll go into the Reddit forums and some people are just fighting battles over the fact that this doesn't work or this leads to injury, this, that. I'm like, so one thing I do want to address, because one of the questions I got was like, hey, man, have you ever gotten injured doing PE? And then 
Another guy was just like, well, you know, if it's so risky, then why bother doing it? It's a very simple answer for me. When it comes to PE, penis enlargement, male enhancement, when it comes to any physical modification or, or putting stress on the body in any which way, shape or form, you run the risk of running into some type of injury. Okay, so like, that's the first thing I want to address. Like, I, I don't know why people think, you know, you can just basically it's like view it from a working out perspective if you're working out you're going hard in the paint you know you're probably going to make gains eventually you know if you're going after it you're going full tilt you know 89 percent in your workouts yeah your chances of injury go up now when it comes to athletics and if you look at professional athletes or anybody that trains at a very very high level like at an elite level you're basically flirting with injury every time you go out there because you are basically going full throttle. So if you look at professional sports, look at the NFL, look at soccer, look at any sport that you love, you'll see that the injury rate's always going to be much higher than just like some, you know, peewee team that's out there just having fun. <laughs> you know, it's it's a different ball game. It's for all the marbles and you're taking some of the best physical specimens on earth and then making them basically, you know, go against each other. So it's it's understanding that you know, your rate of development, your rate of change, all that's going to be dependent on the amount of stress that you are putting on your body, which will result in obviously gains and moving in the direction that you would like. However, you know, and going back to going full throttle and, you know, being at the apex of whatever sport, it's kind of different versus just somebody who wants to improve their performance overall and see gains in the gym. Like if you're bodybuilding, you know, you just kind of know you got to progress in different ways, you know, that's where the concept of progressive overload comes into play, right? Are there injuries along the way, even if you do everything right? Yes. Sometimes it happens. Like, for myself, like a perfect example of this, like I used to front squat like four plates, man, and it was no issue. Granted, I was also a little bit heavier and younger. <laughs> but at the time, you know, like I had no issues with it. You know, I went on hiatus, you know, from lifting really heavy weights at the gym and even like leg day was out of the question for a couple of years because the job that I do is blue collar it is hard and you're walking around with steel toes and it's kind of like I was talking to one of my clients and um you know I was telling Danny I'm like bro like you know if you're walking around in steel toe boots all day that's like an extra five to ten pounds depending on what kind of boots you have all day every day now if you don't think that's going to cause some type of issues and then you're going to waltz into the gym <laughs> and just lift heavy weights hey man unless you conditioned for it, you're kind of used to it, you might hurt yourself. And that's exactly what happened to me. And um, after taking that time off, going back to the gym, I just, uh, you know, I snapped some stuff in my quad and it wasn't pretty. And then from there, you know, I've been very conservative. And now like the max that I'll really go up to is like two plates, maybe two plates in a 25, you know, like 270. That's it. Like, I, and I feel that I already have pretty decent quad development. So it's more of a maintenance type thing. However, you know, it did I run that risk in the past? Sure. You know, even if I had warmed up, done everything perfectly, could I have hurt myself? Yes. Now, bringing it back to PE, it's kind of like you can do the proper warm up, warm down, everything in between, and something could still, you know, you, you could still mess something up or you get a blister here. Sometimes you, these things just kind of happen. So I think one of the fundamentals when it comes to PE is just making sure that you build a solid base based off of what it is that, you know, you can do not off stuff that you read off the forums. Cause I have talked to certain guys like, well, you know, this guy said that I could just jump into compression hanging right away and I'd be okay. And I'm like, yes, but like, from my perspective, I think it's better to stretch a little bit, man. Like, you know, you get a lot, like I said before, in a lot of the older podcasts, 
And I mean, I was kind of making this promise to myself that, you know, I'm just going to take all these questions and start answering them. But, and this is kind of one of those things that I've talked about in the past. And even it's still one of those concepts that I think I'm going to stand by for like, as long as I do PEs, that you should always do a proper warm up. And before you do anything that's more difficult or strenuous, you should definitely stick to the manual stretches, you know, do the light jelking, in my opinion, right? And, and do like Kegels as well, just to make sure you get that foundation, get that base really strong, you know, and I, I do believe in edging. I do believe in edging. I think the more that you edge, the more you are going to learn about stamina, you're going to learn how to control your body. You're going to control those spasms that will lead to the ejaculation that for so many guys, you know, they just can't control that. Right. And, and that's kind of one of the biggest issues with that is like, Hey, you know, your balls deep for about a minute or two. And you're just like, ha, ha, ha. you're already letting go. Cause you can't control it or you don't recognize it, or you've been conditioned by pornography, which is one of those things that I think, I don't care what anybody says. I think it's insidious. I think it's trash. I don't really think that it's, it's ever really has too many positives. And I mean, you just listen to Bundy and what he had to talk about, you know, different serial killers and why they were all addicted to porn <laughs> or the fact that they were addicted to porn, which is kind of one of those things that, you know, you look at it from that perspective, like, all right, cool. So, you know, if I'm a porn addict, I'm also <laughs> kind of in the same boat as a bunch of other serial killers and violent people. You know, I mean, obviously that's all based off perspective, but if you do want to learn more about what porn does to the brain, be sure to check out brainonporn.com. And it goes in depth into the effects of it. And, and the reason why I bring that up is that a lot of guys that have ED, you know, a lot of it is due based, a lot of it is due to the psychological kind of reprogramming that a lot of these guys are going through and the fact that they're jerking off to a screen, they're not really having that connection with a woman. So when you go balls deep, all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, geez, I don't know what this feeling is. It feels so good. Or worse, it just doesn't get up. Or it's just kind of always a lackluster boner because too many dudes are just, you know, they want to go back to the screen. So again, that's one of those things that I think comes up. And, and oftentimes, like even for myself, you know, I would use edging as a crutch to just, you know, as an excuse to look at porn, right? I think you could do it healthily, you know, just don't look at porn, put it away and just, just edge by yourself, use your imagination, right? Anyways, I think these are great exercises to kind of get you started in your PE journey. You know, you don't have to jump into anything too intense. Um, another question I got was, Hey, can I pump right away? And I think you can, I think pumping is one of those things where if you do it right, and you're not really going over the top, as far as the pressure goes, you can totally pump right away. I, I do believe that it's one of the more forgiving exercises. The one thing you do have to pay attention to is the hypoxia, right? You don't want to be in there and have your shit turning purple. <laughs> And I say that from experience because, hey, that happened to me from like the marathon pumping right away. I mean, the one thing that I am going to say in regards to pumping is that too many guys get excited, right? I mean, I'm speaking, I do, man, I'm I'm 100% guilty of this, which is why I'm saying is that I got excited. I'm like, I'm a marathon pump. You know, the more I do it, the more I pack these cylinders, the bigger I'm going to get and the darker it got too, right? So it's one of those things where you do want to make sure you give yourself, give your cock some time to breathe, give it some oxygen, <laughs> let some, let some blood flow in. Right. So I think it's always important that you give yourself the right amount of time, you know, in between sets, you know, don't just stay in there for like an hour straight. Obviously there's guys that I do talk to who are all about pumping the bull master and we'll go for like eight hours and do extreme marathon pumping. Right. I, again, if you do want to go down that road, just make sure that you have the foundation already, you know, build that foundation up. Don't be 
popping into a bull master and then just going ham for <laughs> 12 hours or something, man. That's uh that that's a great way to hurt yourself, which is not what we're about, right? You want to make sure that you understand that this road is long, you know, it's arduous and and it's 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 can be tedious at times, but you got to put the work in. Like anything else when it comes to your physical body and changing anything physiologically, you got to recognize that it's going to take time. These things are not it's not an overnight modality. The only way they can go about it uh, if you do want natural enhancement, like boom, right off the hop, then definitely go talk to my dude, Dr. Cordy Torgerson or Dr. Judson Brandeis, who combined the peace shot with pumping and other modalities. And then um, obviously, Dr. Torgerson, you know, he's got his own version where he just injects it with stuff that's naturally found in the body, right? So you can immediately get the results that you want. Obviously, it's a little bit different, right? It's kind of more of a surgical intervention, but it'll give you the results you want if that's truly what you're looking for. And you're not looking to go the long road. The one thing, like I said before, right at the beginning of this, this episode is just that there's a whole bunch of different ways to go about doing PE. Like nothing's written in stone, right? And I think that too many people are just dogmatic. And I see too many, too many people just get combative online about like the best way to go about it. I mean, the best way is the way that works for you where you stay injury free and you can get positive effects like honestly that's all it comes down to that that's it like if somebody goes to the gym for example and he uh like i got a buddy who does heavier workouts right so he's always been a fan of like five by fives and then with some accessory lift followed afterwards right <clears throat> in his sessions like he'll only spend like 45 minutes or 40 minutes doing weights right and like heavy weights right five by five is no joke and like a minute in between to make sure you can kind of give his central nervous system time to train and this guy's jacked like this guy is yoked he's one of the most uh successful people that i've seen you know in regards to like physical development right and the thing is like he didn't follow the common principles that everybody else say oh you gotta do eight by twelve for hypertrophy right if you want to get bigger muscles and he's like no i'm gonna do five by five i find that's more comfortable it works for me and i'm seeing the effects that i want Right. Perfect example is right now is like I hear people talk bad about jelking and they're like, oh, you know, it's awful. And for a while I was really second guessing it. Right. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess jelking is bad. Like I shouldn't do it anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Jelking is what helped me make my initial gains. Like, I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be. And when I started looking into more uh, deeper into the subject and understanding that a lot of the guys that were jelking were jelking wrong or were jelking aggressively. And they were getting what's known as the hard flaccid, where it's kind of like it's flaccid, but it's hard, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, how'd you guys do that to yourself? Like, what, what were you doing? Like trying to like destroy a chicken or something? Like what kind of grip were you using? Like for me, again, and just reviewing the jelking for me, it's just making that okay grip, alternate grip, and just kind of sliding, you know, over to, from one side to the other or from starting out at the base and then just <clears throat> slowly going up to the glands making that last about five seconds and start again with the other hand right like i i wasn't trying to squeeze the living shit out of my penis like that is just the dumbest thing that i think anybody could do or getting fully erect and trying this exercise like if you look into the guys that have had success with this it's all about understanding your body how it's reacting to it and making sure that it almost feels I like for me it feels good you know it feels like a massage and I just never understood how so many guys were hurting themselves. But then when I looked at it, I'm like, well, you know what? There's a lot of guys that step into the gym and hurt themselves too. 
And they could be doing something as simple as a machine, but they could be doing it backwards, <laughs> you know, or they could be doing it in a way that just doesn't make any sense. And the reason why I bring that up is that you can take any exercise and completely screw it up. So if you do the bench press and you're doing it completely wrong, you can have that land on your chest, you can break your wrist, you can break your sternum, you can crack your neck. There's a whole bunch of different things that can go wrong. You have to understand how the exercises work, right? And I think that's kind of one of the bad things that happens about, well, in regards to PE or anything, really. I mean, like to give people perspective, Subway on its wrappers has put, this is not for consumption, right? And I think the reason they did that is because some asshole out there decided to eat the wrapper that the Subway sandwich <laughs> comes wrapped up in. Like, well, we don't want to get sued, so we got to put this disclaimer out there. Right. So to me, that just proves that I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not crazy. JP's nine day program, like I said before, that started my journey in PE, it worked. It worked. And it was based off of jelking and manual stretching, dog. That was it. And then I threw in some edging afterwards because I wanted to work on the stamina side of things. And I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I know I'm not nuts and that this exercise is super bad and awful and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it works. So, now my question just kind of turned into, okay, why are so many people getting injured doing it? And why are so many people suffering from this? And my foregone conclusion in regards to this is simply that too many guys are just doing it wrong, right? And, and that's all it really comes down to. It's like doing exercises wrong. Again, I'm, I'm not going to say that certain exercises shouldn't be done. Like let's say the anterior row for your you know, anterior delts, a lot of guys do it wrong. And even for myself, I find that it's a tricky exercise and I'd rather just avoid doing that. And I'll do other exercises for my anterior delts or just have it, you know, rely strongly on the bench press when I'm doing it so I can get more of that development, right? So I can understand that there are exercises that too many people may get wrong. Therefore, they should just avoid completely or build that base like I was talking about before, build that foundational base to get, you know, basically get to that next level where you're going to be okay doing it and not hurt yourself. Right. But again, I don't think I'm nuts because, you know, I'm doing this exercise, you know, I'm looking at my boy shouts out to jelk to gain.com Daniel gray. Be sure to follow him on Twitter, man. If you're not following him on Twitter, man, you're missing out. Cause this man shows his exercise full frontal. I mean, the man holds nothing back, you know, and again, his exercise that I'm looking at right now is like pumping the extender use. He does jelking, stretching, all that stuff. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm not crazy. <laughs> you know, and I've had him on the show where we discussed these, you know, different modalities and how they've worked and obviously gone through his stories and a bunch of other guys that I've talked to too. Right. And I'm finding that again, it works, but you just have to know how to do it. And if you don't know, be sure to check out, uh, it's at Jelk to Gain. All right. So be sure to check out Jelk to Gain. Just type it in on Twitter. You'll see him. I mean, Daniel's ripping it up. I, th I think he's on day 64 or something of testing his theory out. The man has not missed in this time, right? So if you want to learn from an expert, you want to see somebody that's doing it right, you want to see a guy that's made gains. And by the way, his abs look phenomenal. I'm like, God damn, man. I'm like, you're ready for, <laughs> your stage ready, bro. Um, but yeah, no, he's killing it. He's absolutely killing it. And he's using these different, um, training modalities, right. And he's using it simultaneously. Like he's using them all at the same time in a way that makes sense. And obviously the one thing that I do want everybody to take away from, like, if you are watching Daniel train, like keep in mind, this guy is a veteran, 
right? So if you think you're going to do all these things right off the hop and you've never done PE before, again, this kind of goes back to the whole injury side of things. And what I wanted to focus on in this, in this uh, episode more than anything, which is kind of injury prevention, just understand that if you are going to do PE, you know, don't start off with an aggressive program like Daniel's because I tell you, man, like it's aggressive, right? Like it's, it's pretty intense. And I think most people would fail if they try to do that. Right. So just a heads up and just a warning. But if you do want to see somebody do it right, you know, he's a great, great guy that you guys can follow and you guys could definitely pay attention to and just see how somebody who does it right and how it looks. Right. Another guy that you could follow in regards to like the bathmate, again, somebody that's been a guest on the show is GB9. Be sure to follow GB9 Jordan on Twitter as well. If you want to learn more about the bathmate, somebody who's doing it right, using the right sizes, you know, taking the appropriate breaks, you know, using the flashlight as well. Like, you know, Jordan's, he's killing it, man. Like, and you can see the before and after pictures on, on the, his Twitter account as well. So again, it just kind of like different references that you guys can use to look at in regards to guys training and how, how they're doing it in a positive, from a positive, uh, perspective i guess because it's just like hey you know what this is the way it's done this is the way it's done where you can be injury free you don't have to worry about hurting yourself because i think too many guys rush in right and you kind of take a look back like when i look at daniel like his jellicking and stuff like yo this guy's not trying to destroy himself (laughs) i think too many young bloods or or too many people are just rushing in or just trying to like squeeze it i'm like nah man this is it's like a workout, dog, but you're working out your love stick. You got to make sure you do this in a way that's proper. You got to make sure it's a way where you give yourself time to heal. You know, you're training one part of the body, right? So you got to make sure that you can do it at a pace that's appropriate for you and understand there's a spectrum to pretty much everything in this life, right? And you have to know where on the spectrum you currently fall, and then you can up the ante accordingly to ensure that you do not get injured, Right. But it's super important that whatever it is that you're doing, whatever modality you choose, you also take the proper precautions. So like I mentioned before, for me, you know, I'm pumping again. You know, that's again, I I think it's going to be my bread and butter. And um, it's definitely going to be what I want to concentrate on during this prep, you know, where I I know my calories are going down. You know, I know I'm going to be suffering in the near future, but I'm still going to just keep like a solid maintenance program to ensure that I don't lose any of these girth gains that I made. Because tell you, man, girth is way harder than length, way harder. Like, I mean, length, I was able to crack that code pretty quick, but the girth, man, damn, man, it takes forever. And that's what I'm actually after. So, you know, obviously I had those goals last year where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start hanging and do that. But right now, it's kind of more of a maintenance thing, and I want to focus more on the bodybuilding. However, you know, I'm going to keep you guys updated and just make sure that I pretty much just stay uh, stay up to date with my maintenance routine and just make sure that my maintenance routine can kind of hopefully, you know, help in regards to just making gains as well. You know, I might up the ante a little bit to make sure that, you know, I'm progressing forward, right? And Again, if you take time off or the deacon breaks, like, duh, I just took too too much time away from it and my calories were low, like everything, like my body did not have time to heal. It was pretty bad. So again, as you guys heard me post-show talk about, you know, my lost gains and that, it was really uh, pretty deflating, <laughs> no pun intended. So that's kind of why I, I do want to make sure that I make sure that my maintenance routine is there. And I'll probably discuss that more in the next episode that I do like this. 
and I was planning on doing it here, but I'm running out of time. <laughs> but no, it's it's kind of, I mean, the main theme of this episode is just in regards to that question that I got, had a bunch of different ones open here, but it was more into like, you know, getting injured and avoiding injury. Again, the foundational side of things, guys, it's, it's key. It's paramount. I don't care what anybody says. Like, if you want to make sure you're in this for the long haul, you want to ensure that your penis is protected. You're not doing anything too crazy, nothing too strenuous. You're taking your time with it and you're not trying to like, I don't know what it is, man. Like, like you're, you're not trying to make this thing explode into like a couple inches of gain. It's not going to work like that. It never has, it never will. And usually that just means you're going to go to injury. So again, number one thing you want to do, build that foundation up. Number two, progress appropriately and accordingly. You know, you got to make sure that you're progressing in a way that makes sense in a way that makes sense to you, right? You got to use your own due diligence in regards to, you know, different modalities, different programs that do work. You have to do your due diligence, man. Like you have to see like, okay, you know what? This right here looks like that's not for me. You know, that's like that anterior, you know, delt exercise, anterior rows or something, you know, that's just not for me. I'm not going to do it. You know, you got to have that logical sense as well. You have to use good sense, not common sense. Common sense is for commoners. You know, you got to make sure you use good sense, right? And you have to use good sense to know that this right here is appropriate for me or this right here is 100% not, right? So just make your choices accordingly, build that foundation, you know, make sure that the progressive overload is correct, you know, in a way that makes sense for you to continue to make gains. And then again, always judge the gains that you're making based off of the positive physiological indicators that you're receiving from your body. Like, okay, are my erections lackluster? Am I still making gains? Have I made gains? Am I checking, you know, like every month? Like, how am I doing? Nocturnal erections. Shout out to Firm Tech with Dr. Elliot Justin. You know, if you don't have a Firm Tech ring at night, hey man, you're missing out because that thing is money. It's able to track your nocturnal erections and give you real-time data. Right. Which is why I'm like, yo, I was he's like, yo, man, can I partner up and talk about this on the show? I'm like, hell yeah, man, because the firm tech ring is legit. You know, it's the only place where you will actually have that data. I like to use mine about once a week. And honestly, it's sick. Like it's it's able to give you real time data to see, OK, you know what? I had solid erections at night. This is the quality. Cool. You know, I'm in a good spot. Or it's like, hey, you know what? I might be overdoing it with my exercises. And I can tell because my nocturnal erections are a little bit out of whack. Right. So again, the physiological indicators, pay attention, right? So, I mean, that's pretty much all I'm going to discuss today. As far as injury prevention modalities, kind of like glance protectors and that, I'll touch on that in another episode, but I'm also going to try to, you know, do this as much as possible because again, I enjoyed talking about the subject and a lot of you guys want to learn more about this. And like I mentioned right off the hop, this is based off of my experience. This is not scientific data like disclaimer, you know, this is just meant to be my thoughts, nothing more, nothing less, you know, it is not a medical intervention. This is not, you know, this is not medical advice. This is just the way that I did things. This is my perspective on things. And this is just my journey in regards to PE. And again, if you guys want to learn more about PE, there's tons of different resources out there. Um, if you are looking for coaching, though, be sure to click the link um, in the description below with jelk2grow.com. Um, Jelk to Grow is uh, the company that I've talked to with Paul, Jero, and the other guys that have been on the show. Big Al, he's the guy that, you know, specializes in the coaching, right? So if you don't know how to get started, you want to get started right, you don't want to hurt yourself, again, also reach out to a coach. We have lots of, they have lots of great resources there. And we'll talk about tools of the trade in the next episode. 
But again, if, if you don't know where to get started, you want to learn more, be sure to check them out. Or if you want to book a quick consultation call with me where I can just kind of give you my advice. Again, like I've had other guys reach out about other things and just kind of like go over their workout programs or what I recommend. Hey, you know what? We can just talk for half an hour as well. You know, also something that I haven't really talked about, but yeah, <laughs> it's always been there. And um, a couple of guys have reached out and we've had, you know, great discussions about that. And some of the other discussions that we've had and some of the other subject matter, I'll definitely be discussing as well, just because I find that, you know, there, there's so many different things that come up in regards to PE and securities, you know, lasting longer, better, all that kind of stuff. So again, just going to try to do this more often as possible because I know you guys really enjoy it. And keep sending me the DMs, guys, and I'll do my best to answer them. I may not get to them as quickly as I would like because, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Things are picking up. So <laughs> starting to get a little bit busy, man, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I'm trying to get as many of these episodes out for you guys as well. Bro, I got like 10. I got to edit right now. So <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. And obviously, you know, the whole purpose of Masculine Health Solutions is look for different solutions in regards to the problems that we suffer as dudes, you know mental physical spiritual all that kind of stuff i want to explore all of that and obviously not forget about you know one of the main reasons that i started this podcast was just erectile health you know penile health and male enhancement penis enlargement all that good stuff so i'll make sure that i get as many guests as i can as well and just you know try to do this for you guys but i, I just want to say thank you for supporting me all of last year you know it was a blast last year was by far my best year so you know i'm i'm stoked man i'm stoked for what this year has and again I just want to say thank you to you guys. With that being said, that's it for today's episode of the Mask and Health Solutions Podcast.